So the big question is this, how do real estate investors who don't have a ton of free time, don't have access to off-market deals, and didn't start life on third base? How do we conservatively grow our real estate business to support our families, finally leave the corporate rat race, and build a legacy? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Ed Matthews, and this is Real Estate Underground. Greetings and salutations, Real Estate Undergrounders. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, today is uh, a unique um, uh, show in that, uh, you know, one of the things that I'm always looking to understand is, you know, different perspectives of our market and uh, the real estate world. And so, you know, with that in mind, I'm always talking to, you know, mortgage brokers and bankers and insurance agents and realtors and brokers. And um, so the cool thing is uh, we have a gentleman by the name of Daryl Davis. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us. Um, we Thank are, you, uh, you know, Daryl is a world-renowned uh, realtor, broker based in Long Island, uh, out towards the Hamptons, I believe. And, yep. uh, you know, not only that, but he's also a world-class coach, a best-selling author, uh, and a mentor to I would, I, I imagine thousands of realtors across the country. And so, uh, you know, I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to, we're going to hear this from, you know, a partner's perspective, um, in terms of, uh, Daryl's viewpoint on the market, where we're going and, and, uh, how we got here. So Daryl, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me, Ed. I appreciate it. And thanks for uh, doing this for your your underground folks. This is really valuable content. And they're blessed to have this. Uh, uh, thank so you kindly. I appreciate that. So, um, so, so, Daryl, for those of us out there that uh, that don't, uh, you know, don't follow you necessarily on social media or or the web, I um, want you tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, then we'll get into uh, the conversation. Sure. I started uh, uh, real estate. I was 19 years old, uh, Long Island, New York, as a real estate agent. Uh, quickly uh, rose the ranks. I did really well. I became a manager of an office. We opened it up brand new, became number one our first six months. Wow. Uh, then I, uh, yeah. So then uh, that claimed the fame. I, I decided I want to start doing some seminars. Uh, I enjoy live seminars, delivering them. Uh, and uh, so I've been speaking now for 30 years. Uh, I'm not a real practicing realtor anymore. The majority of my clients are realtors. And uh, yep. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm a CSP, which is a certified speaking professional. Less than 2% of all speakers in the world have that designation. So I'm honored that I have that. And um, and here I am talking to, to Ed Matthews now. <laughs> there you go. And so I'll try to keep the ums and ahs to a minimum, given that I'm talking to her. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, one of the things that um, I was just talking about this yesterday, actually, with a with a with a, another real estate professional local here, we were talking about you know, the market and deal flow and all that. And, you know, there are so many commonalities with how a broker will kind of hit the ground running, right? You know, and I, I come from the perspective of, you know, technology world and we think in terms of like concentric circles, right? So, you know, in realtor, in realtor world, that is neighborhoods. In investor world, that is neighborhoods, right? And, you know, the whole idea is, you know, from, from our, uh, from a real estate investment perspective is, you know, you want to create awareness. You want to build relationships and you know, rapport and ultimately relationships, become friends, uh, create trust by serving, you know, that community uh, to the point where when someone needs to sell their home or or trade up or buy the buy a property or whatever, uh, that you've sucked the oxygen out of that market. And, you know, you're the obvious choice to pick up the phone or 
uh, shoot an email to, to, to say, Hey, I, I would like to hire you to help me buy my next house or sell this property. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely, uh, when it comes to any business, we were talking about this before we got on that you've got to promote yourself, promote your business. Yeah. So that way, but my definition is self-promotion to have people know your name, face and what you do for a living. Right. right so, um, now that's for realtors. Uh, we replace, let's say for a business, whether it's an investor, uh, we would replace that face with the name of the company, the brand, the logo, what sure. have you. So, yeah. I mean, and, and the fact is, is that, uh, you know, in both cases, you know, whether investor or broker, broker agent, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're using your brand, whether that's, you know, your, your uh, team or your office uh, or the logo, you know, sitting behind me or whatever. Um, but ultimately it comes down to two human beings having a conversation and, and figuring out if they can work together. Right. And yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, you know, that's everything. And so, you know, one of the things that you said when we were in the beginning, and I, I know this from, you know, having read one of your books that, you know, the fact is, is that hitting the ground running for, an investor hitting the ground running for a realtor really hard, right? I mean, at last I I think I remember seeing that you know the average first year uh, realtor makes about twenty grand, if not mistaken, it may even be less. Um, and you know the uh, and and there's a lot of reasons for that. And I'm curious, you know, what are your insights in in terms of you know why so many professionals struggle in that first year, and how did you do it? How did you? become the number one office in, you know, six months of, uh, of launching your, your professional career? Well, uh, that's actually maybe a different answer, uh, for the, I, for the first one, the first one about like, how does somebody hit the ground running and not just, dis- um, uh, why somebody, so many fat or fail or don't succeed. Right. I think whether it's an investor or a real estate professional is when they start doing something that they don't know how to do. Right. The first phase of learning is learning all the stuff you don't know. Right. So instead of going like, so we'll think, let me learn how to do this. And when I go learn that, I'll have knowledge, I'll be educated, I'll be enlightened, I'll know how to do this. So they have an expectation they're going to get smarter. Right. But actually, in the beginning, the first thing you learn is all that you don't know, all the stuff you have to learn. And so if this is even a word, you actually feel stupider in the beginning. And that that takes a lot of people out. Yeah. They become overwhelmed. Uh, they they um they don't have the patience. So so it's important. So what I tell agents, which again, I'd say this would be true for investors too, is you've got to give yourself permission to fail. You've got to be patient because that first phase of learning all that you need to learn, all that you don't know is actually a good thing. Right. And not have that overwhelm you, right? Not have that overwhelm you once you see all that you have to learn. I'll give you, for instance, like just with me, I'd said to you that, you know, I wish I had bought more property when I was younger, you know, yeah. I started real estate 19 years old. I'm, I'm 55 years old now. Imagine if I had bought a ha- one house every year since I was 19, where would I be now? You wouldn't I'm be sorry to me. say it. I, I, I was just going to say that, Ed. You took the words right out of my mouth. Not to, not to insult you, baby, but, you know, keep it real. Reality's reality. So, so, um, so, so now I'm starting to, you know, I've got, you know, bigger pockets. There's these places, resources I go for the investing. And sure. I'm like, all right, I need, I need, uh, 
now that I've gotten some more properties, I need a better way to manage it, right? So we were doing a rehab and I'm like, I'm sure there's an Excel file for this, but wouldn't it be cool if there was a software that can help me keep track of expenses and projections and stuff on on a flip? But we're not flipping it, but anyway. So, uh, and there's a bunch of choices out there. Sure. And so just, just to figure out that software, which is the best software, Ming, I'm like comparing, I'm looking, I'm taking time. And I feel like the time that I'm taking is kind of waste, wasteful because I'm not really going anywhere. I'm just right. learning software. To, it right. seems so unimportant, but it is. It's part of the process. Yep, it is. And uh, offline, I'm happy to tell you what we use. And, uh, and uh, it's actually really, really good. So love to hear. They're not a sponsor. So, you know, um, the got it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as far as, um, you know, systems go, you know, that is one of the ways to consistency is to create a repeatable process. That's uh, right. And so, yep. you know, in terms of your business, whether that's as a realtor, as an investor or whatever, you know, what are some of the things that you look to put in place um, to be able to stay consistent and, and manage your business? Well, it's, uh, you, you just gave the answer there. It's, it's systemized, you know, yeah. having systems being, being organized. Um, the, uh, the, one of the first books, you know, when I started my profession, uh, as a real estate agent, 19 years old, I didn't know so much. I didn't know. Right. And, um, but I was always a student. Like I always wanted to, I embraced education. And so when I decided to open up my own training business, I was in my twenties and I, so I was, oh, I've always read a lot of books. And one of the books that was pivotal for me was E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Yes. And, um, it's a great book and actually, um, uh, the, his firm coaches me personally. Okay. And so this, uh, this concept of this book basically means, you know, you should have a business that's not people dependent, but system dependent. And, uh, and there's so many great examples in that book. So since an early age, I've always been about system and how we run our business, very systemized. We've got a system for just about anything. And so that's how you create predictable results. I'll give you, for instance. So in, in our business, for and speaking and training, one of the lead gens that we'll do is free training, free webinars right. where people attend, they learn. And at the end, they want to become a power agent, which is what we call our coaching members. They sign. Now, I don't know what the, I don't remember what the industry average like to do free seminars, what that, what that is, but we, but I know we break records consistently every week. And we do this every week. We have over 800, 900 reservations, sometimes 1,500 wow. every week. Now, it, uh, from what I think I hear, if you get 100, you're lucky. Yes. Now, the, the reason why we do that is because what, you, what we're talking about here, I got a system. Yep. We figured it out, how to promote it, what's the email, what time, I mean, down to the time of when we send it. Yep. And if we're an hour late, I get twisted with the team. Like it matters. It's got to be. That's the system. It it's does. Improved. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Well, that's really impressive. The the fact is is that um that consistency, that robust consistency of what you're talking about. You know, nothing happens until someone raises their hand and says, "Hey, I need a problem solved," or "Hey, I'd like to take care of an opportunity." And and so you know, 
the thing that the themes I'm hearing as you're talking through how you operate um, are things that really resonate with me in terms of consistency, but also education, right? I mean, utilizing education as a tool to kind of bring people into your world. And so, you know, I'm curious about that. You know, there's always that that uh, that balance between providing strategy and providing tactics, right? And yeah. uh, and, and I'm curious what your philosophy is on that, and, and when you do the trainings and and you know, the upfront webinars and whatnot. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, the the strategy for these free webinars industry-wide is you, you tell people, this is what you need to learn in order to be successful. But it doesn't matter what the success is. It could be right. to be a realtor, an investor. I was on a webinar about learning how to master the piano. I was the attendee. And so they'll tell you, this is what you have to learn, but they don't tell you how to do it. Right. So the whole hour is basically a tease job. If you want to know how to do it, you got to take my course. Now, that's fine, but it feels like you ate Chinese, you're hungry an hour later, or you right, feel it's a little empty. less fulfilling, right? It's not fulfilling. So we've never done, to me, I just can't, I, I would feel out of integrity doing that. I've never done that. I mean, my 30 years, if I do a se live seminar, I don't tease people. I teach them because here's my thinking. So our hour seminars Ed, is content. It's like if, as a matter of fact, if you just if you just attend the webinar and do what I tell you to do, you're going to have results. You're going to have my I, philosophy is if I if I can if I if because if I can win your heart, if you love what I just taught in an hour, meaning I got thirty years over here, yeah. I'm not giving you everything I know in an hour, right? So if I helped you. If I didn't help you, then, you know, sorry. If I helped you, then why would you not want to continue with me? So I invite you to participate and become our coaching member. So that way you can have access to all of me. So right. that's how the approach. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you got value out of the 1% of the things I just talked to you about and need great depth, you know, where do you see the other 99%? Right. Yeah. Now, I, listen, I may be doing it. I may be doing it wrong. There's a lot of not. these gurus, they, yeah. but this is how I do because it's again, it's, for me, it's an integrity issue. hundred so. percent. You, you and I come from a similar approach in that, you know, my job as a webinar host or a speaker is to make the folks that are listening a little bit smarter than they were when they walked in the door. And beautiful. Uh, you know, if you buy from me, great. If you don't, man, that's fine. I'm going back to my life. My life's pretty good. Well, yeah, we'll continue to help the people who want us and exactly. you know, say life V to the others. Yeah, I wish you well. Um, yeah. so, so in terms of, I'm curious about your system, your marketing system. So to get, when you said 800, I, I had lights going off in my head like, ooh, this is interesting. Okay, let's 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 drill into that. <laughs> um, so, so in, you know, obviously a huge piece of that is probably a really robust list management capability. And you're probably have a, a, a pretty good idea of who the realtors are anywhere in the country. So that's got to help. But, you know, I'm curious how you create desire to, to you know, the be able to attend those webinars. You know, how do you how do you pe pull people into your uh, your world? Is it direct mail? Is it uh, digital? Is it a whole bunch of other, you know, stuff that we I'm going to make you tell us about right now? Or, uh, uh, you know, I wish I wish I wish I, I could share Ed, that it was some that some magical formula and no missile complicated. Secrets. It really isn't. I'll tell you why I think in in the simplicity works like if there is a secret ingredient i'll get to that in just one second but sure strategically we do have our list it's an op you know people have opted in participate with the list we email them basically 
five days of out of the seven. So the webinar is every Wednesday, right? So we'll email them on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday actually six days. So we mail them once a day for that next upcoming webinar with the titles. So there's that. The emails are crafted really well. So we have an opt-in list, crafted email very well. We we used to try Facebook advertising, paid advertisement. That didn't work for us. It was a waste of money. I, I So I honestly think that if there is a weapon to it is that we started doing it during the pandemic. Okay. And 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 in the real estate industry for realtors, there was a panic, right? How the hell do you show a house without physically showing the house? Right. And so there was a lot of like the feeling of, oh my gosh, we got to learn a new way to do things, like fl- fly an airplane and build it at the same time. Right. And so the fact that we stepped up as a company trying to help realtors navigate this new real estate reality and and, and doing once a week, that's that's why we did it. Because, all right, let's figure this out together. Yep. I think that just planted a tremendous credibility. Plus, I've been doing this 30 years. I mean, if a realtor is an active realtor, if they haven't heard of me, then they're probably not an active realtor. Not to sound arrogant. It's just no, that but I mean, I'm, longevity, right? I've been around. I've been around, I've been in the business for that long that, and, and people know me. All right. So, so I have that credibility, that respect in the industry, the weekly proof of myself, I'm committed to you building value. So now here it is, you know, three years later, I think we've trained the community to say, oh, Daryl's got his Wednesday webinar. It's valuable. He cares. Let's see. So I think that's what it was. Uh, An overnight success took three years. Of course. Well, actually I would submit 27 to 30 years, right? Uh, That's right. Okay. You know, it's the old, it's the old Pablo Picasso story where, uh, you know, this couple walks up on a older gentleman and he's, you know, in, they're in Madrid and he's, he's painting and the, the husband realizes, holy cow. That's Pablo Picasso. And, uh, and so, you know, he, the, the couple goes up, you know, master, I would be honored if he would paint my wife. The uh, Picasso says, sure. Um, let her have a seat. I'll sketch her out and come back in an hour. And so that happens and the couple comes back and Pablo uh, says, okay, well, uh, it, you know, that'll be 5,000 euros. And he said, you know, the, the, the husband says 5,000 euros, you only took an hour to do it. He said, no, 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 no. I took a lifetime to lo- learn how to do this. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that webinars and books and, you know, anything else that you can use to educate is a time compression, right? In terms of, uh, you know, when, when, I, when, when I read a book of yours or I attend a seminar, what you're doing is distilling a large block of your life and life experience right. into that period of time that, that we're interacting, whether that's the written page right. or whatever. And, right. you know, the goal is always, it sounds like, um, that, you know, you're going to help me take that leapfrog uh, or leapfrog that time so that I don't have to spin my wheels where you got hung up or where, you know, the folks that you're studying got hung up uh, so that I can, you know, walk in the door as a 19 year old potential, you know, a, a realtor and benefit from the advice of a 30, you know, a 30 year veteran day one. That's what we tell our kids, right? It's like, listen, I got, I got years on you, you know, so let's save yourself some time. Why don't you listen? You know? So yeah. Good um, luck with that. I have teenage concept. daughters. So I, I'm, I'm still in the, uh, I'm still in the phase of eye rolls and dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, my teenage, teenage girls are, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. They're fantastic. 
So, uh, so, so, you know, kind of building on the, the theme of the, of the book, you know, one of the things that I've always found is that, you know, leaders, whether that's, uh, you know, executives running businesses or coaches and mentors or, you know, any, anything else, leaders are always readers, right? And, but these days that is different in that it doesn't have to be a physical book. It can be webinars, conferences, podcasts, videos on YouTube, whatever. So I'm curious, you know, audible books, you know, I'm curious how you, you, you know, how you consume information when you're looking to, to sharpen the saw, so to speak. And, uh, and I'm also very interested in, in to learn who you pay attention to these days. Uh, well, as I, as I said earlier, so I, I have my own personal coach that coaches me. But uh, I, I tap into, uh, I become, I, I'll be honest, I've become uh, uh, less of a, a reader that uh, in my old age, uh, but when you're I was younger, man, I'm, I'm only a year and a half behind you. So that you're, you're not, uh, you're not that old. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, it, well, you know, when you start, when you listen, I feel older because uh, a little bit more of my history, I became an emancipated minor at 16. My, when my dad passed, my mother and I weren't doing well. So I basically have been living on my own since I was 16. And uh, so I, I feel older because I had to grow up sooner. Right. But uh, anyway, so I'm sorry, my, my team is is bothering me here. Yeah, no uh, But uh, to answer your question, really how I tap into resources is is my team. And honestly, my wife, my wife is brilliant. So she's my consigliere. So I, I run things by her when I don't trust my decision yeah. and or I need to get another objective because you know, she can be critical yeah. and which is great. And yeah. so she'll look at it from a real cr critical eye. Then my president and vice president, they're just brilliant uh, folks as well. Um, that That's my, my support structure that I tap into. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, the, the um, having a someone who's always going to tell you the truth and hopefully multiple people that will always tell you the truth unvarnished um, is invaluable, regardless of the business. Right. You know, you need somebody to to be able to, you know, when you ask an, uh, an honest question, you need you need the unvarnished truth uh, in order to make the decisions you have to make. Right. And so, you know, whether that's as a you know, whether you have mentors or a coach or team members that you rely on or you like you, you married very well. I, I, I would submit that my wife is, you know, a solid 30 to 50 IQ points smarter than me. So I too married well, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the fact is, is that the, uh, you know, having those people who will always tell you the truth is, is invaluable. And it, yeah. just, um, yep. you know, I always tell people I, it's, uh, it, um, you know, I have plenty of cheerleaders in my life, right. Uh, you know, if, if I want to, if I want to, you know, feel good and, and hear how awesome I am, I'll go have breakfast with my mom. Right. And, you know, she thinks I'm great. And so in fact, I'm having breakfast with her mom. And, you, you know, the fact is, is that uh, while I certainly value that and I adore my mom, you know, the, uh, the the fact is, is that in business, I just need you to tell me what the straight dope is, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Having that good support system and everybody brings different skill sets. And and if you can pay attention to, you know, to like, like some of the people I'll reach out to may have great business skills, but not as creative. Right. And you've got, I've got some that are really creative, but maybe not strong in the business skills. So sometimes right. you may have to tap into two or three different perspectives to then come up with your own strong collective one. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. There was a, there's a story and I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and tell it anyway. You know, there was a, a general who was deciding on, you know, a particular strategy and, uh, you know, basically what he did was he brought in captains and colonels and listened and majors and listened to them debate the various aspects of the strategy and 
what would work and what wouldn't and didn't say a word. And then uh, said, okay, guys, thank you very much. Uh, I know what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. And, you know, the, the private sitting on the side of the, uh, of the room said, how did you figure that out? Like, how did you understand that? And he said, you know, my job is not to figure it out. My job is to put really smart people in place to be able to tell me their perspectives so that I can then have, as, you know, you're never going to know everything, but I can have as much good information as, as possible to then base a decision upon. Right. And you just described the same thing in terms of the way your business works. Absolutely. Yep. So, yep. 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 So, so, so I'm curious, you know, in terms of your personal life, your non-coaching, non-mentor, non-real estate life, how do you like to spend your time? What do you do for fun? Well, um, I'm an, I'm an avid uh, theater goer. Okay. And uh, so I try to get to the theater whenever I can. And of course I love fine dining to boot. Usually those two go well together. I'm, Right. I'm actually going to uh, to New York City uh, this Saturday with my son to see Hamilton. Oh, and I've seen wonderful. Hamilton. I've seen it twice. I'm going a third time. Just him and I. My wife's not going because she's seen it twice uh, with me. So he hasn't seen it, and I want him to see it. And he's a theater goer because he's always gone with me right. growing up. So yeah, so it's a, a boys' night out. Uh, see Hamilton. Excellent, excellent. Um, and so. Uh, Daryl, if, um, if someone wants to learn, you know, if they, I know there are real estate agents out in the audience and, or if, uh, some investors are thinking about, uh, you know, getting their license, um, you know, what is the best way to reach you, get in touch, learn about, you know, what you do and, and how you can add value and help them? Yeah. Just go to my website, darylspeaks.com, D-A-R-R-Y-L, two R's is the right way to spell it. Darylspeaks.com. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Fantastic. Well, Daryl Davis, thank you so much for your wisdom and uh, your time today. And uh, I'm grateful for, for you uh, spending a little bit of time to give our, our folks a whole bunch of gold nuggets. So appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Ted. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Good to see you, Daryl. This has been the Real Estate Underground Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us grow. Until next time, happy investing.